Hello, Bible Beaters. Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vessner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Fucking relieved, dude. And the young Tism, if he exists On the ones not, and twos. On the check, ones and twos. Check, check. Did he fuck it up already? No, he said check, check. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to need him to disable that microphone. <laughs> <laughs> You're hearing sp- spiritism. <laughs> Welcome. Um, we're on video for the first time. And if you're watching this... They got to see the Hello Bible Beaters and all the fucking... Uh, I actually, all the muscle movements Immediately before we st- I started talking, I was like, I better look good doing this. That's how you do it every time. <laughs> it's very physical intro, yeah. turns out. Well... You'll notice when you watch people voice act, most of them are ex- exclamating and talking with their hands. For and sure, stuff. it helps. Yeah, it totally yeah. helps. Italians. And they tell you to smile with your voice in radio, and you can hear it through the <laughs> mic, can't you? That's why they all sound like a jerk off. Do you hear the vo- the warmth yeah. in this voice? Yeah, as I really we do. lean in on this Sunday afternoon drive. All right, um, Let's do some wacky shit. Do you know? So yeah, this is what we look like. Um, I know you're like me, dude. I look at religious people when I hear a story in the news of some pastor dies of coronavirus after saying it was a hoax. I always, I'm like, I gotta see what this fucking guy looks like, like as if he's a serial killer. I'm yeah. like, I just have to know. And then whatever he looks like, I'm like, totally, that's what that fucking idiot would look like. <laughs> like that's the exact type of fucking idiot that would look like. I look at preachers like they're serial killers. I'm like, what is going on behind that guy's eyes that he actually believes? Like what this darkness shit? Hide, is hiding back there? Not necessarily darkness, but you're like, what the f-? like? You look at him like skewed. It's like, either there's a lot. And he, it's dark, or there's nothing. Well, you look at a serial killer, and you almost yeah. always they look like a serial killer, just because you know People that say about that them. After the fact, it, that's what yeah. I mean. It's after the fact. Mm-hmm. So when I see these preachers, I'm always like, that's exactly what that fucking guy would look like. Like I think it's a. Everyone says serial killers always look like serial killers, but if that was true, then all those girls that wouldn't try to fuck them yeah. before they got murdered. There's a <laughs> Dan Cummins has a great joke about it, but I'm yeah, what not, is it? Do his whole bit. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna do it. I, do one of your bits. Now that you can put all your fucking act outs into it. I don't live do on, act outs. <laughs> live on, I'm not an act out guy. <laughs> Kyle, for fuck's sakes. I don't know. I can't even fake act out. That's the wor- That's the hardest part of improv, actually, is acting. Is the acting? Yeah. So, Kyle, what's up? What's new with you? Dude, this. This is it. I've been working on this Pretty shit. Dope. Pretty dope. For weeks. Um, I, the, my other podcast, by the way. Didn't fucking work. Well, whatever. Have you met Chad? Yeah, Didn't work. Podcast sucks, anyways. According to me, it's pretty good. I've never. Have you listened, listened to it? No, not one. I'm too busy listening to being on this one and then listening to it over and <laughs> over again job. to find the clips <laughs> in between answering calls from your dad. Okay, here's the thing. Yeah. Oh, what was I gonna? I, I, I had a point. Oh, video podcasts. Mm-hmm. I've always maintained are really dumb. Because really? the whole point of the podcast is to listen to it while you do something else. Yeah, but you understand radio became television. I understand that. And things evolve. No, but the reason I like a podcast was specifically so I could do something else. Well, the thing about the video podcast... You can still listen to it. You can still fucking listen to it. I know. But if you're watching this, you're an idiot. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Why would you want to look at that ugly fucking mug, right? Turn it off. Go back to work. Now you guys know how thick Caleb is after I've been describing it for the last year. Shoddy thick, firm. (laughs) She thinks. All right, real, real. (laughs) Drops from another podcast. Uh, So this is what you've been doing? Um yeah, dude, I've been pulling you, my fucking hair out. You worried about surprised the, there's any left? Yeah, the, the in, in, incoming financial no, meltdown. Me neither. I'm not because it doesn't affect me. Me neither. I'm worried for other people. Yeah, if you have stuff, dude. 
that's the thing. Everybody, like when I say everybody, mm-hmm. all my friends, because all my friends rent. I don't have many friends that own houses and property and stuff. Yep. So if you don't own anything, you got nothing to lose. Yeah, You're going to be fuck fine. It. Right? I already got this place. You don't have investments to lose. You're going to be fine. Just relax. <laughs> in fact, we're actually, in fact, I'm in debt. Yeah, we're actually richer than everybody. I'm at zero. I'm going to be fine. That's not richer than everybody. People own a house. You got to kick them out of the house before they don't have a That's house fine. anymore. But people who don't own a house and are in debt, I'm richer than them. I'm at You're zero. Richer than me. Yeah. Yeah. About isn't time. that a isn't that a Carlin joke? I have no no. It's a Louis C.K. joke. Louis C.K. joke. But I have uh, no means. I. So I uh, cut up all my credit cards. I had like twenty grand in credit card debt. So I don't a while ago. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. I don't take credit cards until God paid it off. But the, God, everybody. Yeah. Thank God you. Paid it off. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Lowercase G O D. Uh, On the screen, if you look up, does it look like he's looking up at me? I guess. Yeah. So now I'm God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, you fucking asshole. I realized that right before we started that if you look up, it's going to look. I did that in my yearbook. And Jesus. We had Jesus uh, our alphabeticals in high school were in order, and I knew that our grad write ups were going to be in order, and the kid next to me. I didn't get along with so you great. Did that wacky. So I did like get this fucking guy a mudslide with an arrow pointing to his thing. But then instead, they changed our year. A mudslide. It's a long case. Okay, so here's drink. The, yeah, here's the story. Okay. We went on rugby tour to England in grade ten. Did they call this guy mudslide? No, I'll just tell you. Right. Let me tell you. So I don't have a lot we, of patience. We couldn't get. <laughs> we couldn't get. Uh, we didn't have enough guys to go on our own tour, so we combined with another high school, Penticton High, and we took like 10 guys from our school yep. and like 15 guys from their school or 20 guys in their school, and we went down as a big group as the uh, the sort, the South Okanagan rugby team. My friend Mike wanted to change it to the Canadian under-19 team, cunt. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking awesome. Um, anyways, <laughs> we get to our first stop, Wellingboro. Uh, we're all, what are, what are we? Grade 11, grade, grade 10, grade 11. I was drinking. So I was like 17. I was right when I very first started drinking. Still illegal, but late, later than you'd expect Caleb Britain, to start drinking. But Britain, I was, I started drinking after all my friends. I thought it was bad. I know. So, so did I really, to be honest with you. In Britain though, they, anyone's allowed to go to the pubs. Like they all told us, don't go to the pubs, but you can go wherever your it's billets un, take you. It's an unwritten rule. They said, they don't go to the you. pubs, but. Go worth your billets. As drinking age is. We were eighteen under, there. I think we were under drinking. I think they age. just let you slide. Anyways, anyway. we all go up to the bar. So it's like a wink, wink, it's nudge, nudge. It's all of our first times in a bar. We got our tracksuits on, you know, mm. red and black, and uh, we're all like, kind of like feeling like, are we gonna get away with this? So we all like order a beer. They serve it to us, and we're like, this is crazy. We all like, get beer awesome. in the bar, and so all of us got pints of beer. And this kid comes up and he's like, uh, do you guys serve Clue of Mudslides here? And we're like, <laughs> you fucking fag. <laughs> we called him Mudslide for the rest of the year. So he's just mercilessly bullied till his yearbook even. <laughs> and the guy was like, no. And just slid him a pint. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. No, we have beer. Yeah. Fag. They still <laughs> said that in England at the time. So I'm just being you, uh, historically accurate. Do you guys serve Clue of Mudslides? Yeah. So that's the story. Anyways. uh I've asked you what's up three times now. That typically after that, I have nothing to say. We go to the bar. You know what I'm doing now? I'm going. I'm kind of going nuts in quarantine. Mm-hmm. I'm taking up shitty sports that you don't need to have other people to play with. Chess. That's not a sport. I know. You know what? Neither is what I'm about to say. What? <laughs> but I'm gonna. Ca- I'm calling it <laughs> a sport. For for, I took up fucking disc golf. Disc golf. I'm disc golfing, dude. 
is not a sport, no. It's absolutely not. If regular golf's not a sport, which you have said on this podcast, yeah. I thought you were about to call disc golf a sport. I was about to jump across the well, fucking I table. Thought, well, you said disc golf, and I was going to immediately take the opposite side of you, but I was, yeah. it's not a sport. Hypocrisy. Well, my main thing is- I declare hypocrisy. Sport needs to have a defensive angle. You need to be able to prevent your opponent from That's doing something. That's the best argument I've ever heard, actually. Yeah. And it can't like be... what if golf? You're allowed to go like you Block. suck right before the fucking. Well, now we're getting to basketball territory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, tec- <laughs> I, I think it counts. Psych out. I mm. think that you are al- are like. Is there a rule about psyching out opponents in yes, golf? Yes, there is. What does it say? I think you get uh, you get warnings and then kicked out. If what if you... you like just fart real loud? Uh, if you do it constantly, <laughs> then yeah. You do it once. It's fucking hilarious. So why not then, unlike, you know... The, that guy doesn't get his ball back The either. 18th hole, and he needs like a 30-foot putt to birdie for the win. Why don't you just go... Because like, uh, golf's considered a gentleman's game. Okay. Yeah. That's that's probably why. And by the way, people in the crowd do it all the time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like right before Tiger Woods swings, people hole. yell mashed potatoes and stuff, and he goes, what the fuck, guys? You know? Why mashed potatoes? Because he hit it so hard. It started off with smashed, and then it became smashed potatoes, and it became mashed potatoes. So mashed potatoes when you fuck up? Is when you hit it really hard. Okay. Yeah. I like the those etymology of uh, slang, or the evolution of slang. So, I forgot where you took up disc golf. Yeah, because I can't play real sports. Um, and it's nice. So you can do that by yourself in the woods. Do you go to so the- that's what I'm doing now. Yeah, Knox Mountain. <laughs> I just throw discs. It seems pretty and busy I go, there. Get the fuck away from me! If anyone tries to get near me, is dude. it not? Like, get the fuck away from me! Is it not dude. super busy there right now? No, I feel like nobody. In, no, I, this is what happens. Everyone's on the trails. Yeah, but no one's in the fucking disc golf area. People walk their dog through on the path. That's the closest you get. It's it's like nine, there was one other guy. It's like nineteen degrees where we live, and I think that everyone's just like quarantine's over when it's sunny, right? There's so many people. I drove Camilla. I picked up Camilla from work. It gets harder to contract the virus. The virus dies easier. Is that in heat? Yep. In heat. The viruses die in heat. Yeah, a lot faster. That's why hot places like Mexico didn't get hit nearly as hard. Hmm. It's true. All viruses do, for the most part. But malaria. I'm not going to say all because you're a stickler, but the vast, you're the vast fucking majority. stickler, dude. That was stickling on stickling. The other problem is, and also, I took up disc golf because essentially. As a couple now, me and Angus can only do things together. Mm. We're not allowed to hang out with our other friends. I don't besides podcasting, really. Yeah. And uh, beyond that, we just have to do couples activities. And he discs golfs, so I bought my own discs. That's that's actually exactly <laughs> abs. My girlfriend discs golf, so now I disc yeah, golf. Yeah, I feel like I got a girlfriend. You bought your own disc? I did. <laughs> and I make him dinner why? almost every night, so why? I have a girlfriend I don't fuck. Why, why get your own discs? I mean- how much is a set of disc golf? Twenty five bucks. Doesn't clean up. Twenty five bucks on Amazon. Oh, that's not bad. That's yeah, fine. <clears throat> uh, for some reason, I and just because it's now. golf, I thought it would be like a hundred bucks because everything to do with golf is a hundred bucks. Dude, disc golf is retarded. Like I watched a video. I didn't know what to get, so I watched a quick video. And there's like there's three tiers, right? The cheapest tier. The guy goes. They all do exactly the same thing. <laughs> and I'm like, this, this is the dumbest sport ever. Already, he's like, the only difference is. There's cheaper plastics per grade, so they get damaged easier if you hit a fucking tree or something. Mm-hmm. You know? So he's like, the intro, that's 10 bucks. <laughs> Middle of the line, if you want to step up, it's thirteen fifty. <laughs> and I can't stop laughing. It's like the best, but if you want the best, 
1999. <laughs> like, you got the best? No, I didn't get the fucking best. I got the cheapest. I don't give a shit. I was, why did it cost 30 bucks then? It's just hilarious. I got three of them. You need three. Uh, a driver, a mid-range, and a putter. Okay. And the only difference is, Man, is how sharp the edge is. Anything yeah. to do with Frisbee is dumb. And you know in Ultimate Frisbee, they don't have refs. It's a call-your-own-foul Yeah, it's professional real sport. fucking gay. No, but how can you have a sport you where you call your own foul? Imagine you, you if, can't. if that was in hockey. What the, that, I guess that's why they had fighting. There'd be in a hockey. fucking fight, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not. But a there's no fighting in Ultimate Frisbee. Ultimate Frisbee is a sport, but it's a sport for pussies. Yeah, it's a pussy. It really is. Sport. It really is amazing though when they throw that frisbee up there and just the way because it falls so slow, it looks like impossible. And you have you seen that one of the guy running like sixty yards? And no. Like there's no way he's gonna get it. Why is he even trying? Man, he's gonna get close. <laughs> he might get there. Holy fucking shit! It's the most amazing catch you've ever seen. Have you ever played it though? Yeah, in, in gym class. Here, okay, I played it in my friend's competitive team. I subbed. Okay, so no, not, it's not same, competitive. No, it's exact. That's, that's what I was about to say. Not competitive. Yeah, because it's the same thing with every sport that you do after like real sports. You're too old and shitty in yeah. your body. Is that they mix it with women and ruin everything? Right. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that's exactly what happens. So you there's a mandatory amount of women, right? Yeah. And since I'm subbing, you're an asshole if you don't throw it to them. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So they're wide open, and you just go like that, and then they go. And everyone goes, you got it next time. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me with this shit? That's acceptable behavior. That's a $10 a frisbee, in a, in a competitive, That's my driver. In a competitive league, it's acceptable to just wildly miss it. Like, hit it. I w- if it hit her hands and she dropped it, I'd be like, that's a good try. Dude, in you know? frisbee golf, here's how. Rinse repeat for an hour and a half. To make, I just thought I'm going to make frisbee golf a sport. Um, you both go at the same time, yep. and you're allowed to <laughs> knock down your other opponent's frisbee in the air. So you can fucking block it. So there's defense. Yeah. Because you have to. St- mm-hmm. There's no hole, right? It's like a chain thing. Oh, in disc golf. Yeah, in disc golf. <laughs> yeah, not an ultimate. Yeah. So in disc golf, uh-huh. I found out how to make some defense. You can knock your other guy's frisbee down. That's fucking retarded. Why not? You can run and smack it. That'd be like you, you can't could, like goalie. That'd the- be like if you could stand by the hole. Okay, no, 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 you can't stand by golf. the hole. You can't stand by with the a hole. fucking paddle you just whacking the ball back start, at you. You have to start five feet away from the guy, so you have to like run and catch the frisbee and knock it down, or like ten feet, or some some reasonable distance. Why just not allow a three second rule full contact tackle? Well, that's a diff- totally different game. <laughs> yeah, you so is yours. <laughs> All right. Um, do you remember what we read about last week, Kyle? You know the rules. They're, they got some weird rules just, for, just, for just disc golf. Completely ignore yeah, No, they got some like I don't. I don't I, know if you know we this. We have to bore them. But for every a few every more minutes. every time you throw, after every single time, you have to go. I swear to God, I'm not gay. After <laughs> I swear to God, you got to call that's your parents rules. after every game and be like, I know you see me on Instagram. But this, I'm not coming out of the closet. Do you call it frolf? Is that what it's called? Frisbee golf? I've I think they don't called... like it being called frisbees, which uh, is all I'm going to do. It's a disc. <laughs> we live on a disc. It's a flying disc. Okay? okay? It's not a frisbee. That's a brand name. That's literally what Angus said to me when I called it a frisbee. Thank you. <laughs> that <laughs> word is for word. One of the more autistic things I've heard you say. No response. That's good, <laughs> good boy. <laughs> Youngtism. So in the closet. Uh, do you remember what we read last week, Kyle? I have the only things in my brain are camera settings right now. Okay, to so be honest with you, I have retained nothing. So last yeah. week, so we d- went through. It was very hard to get you to understand mm-hmm. that Saul <clears throat> was still king, even though. Oh, because all the fucking names. But I get it now. Yeah. So Saul was king. 
but he was rejected by God, but still held the title of king. God emotionally rejected him. Yeah. Not in practice. Not in practice. Yeah. He didn't, he's still sitting on the, I thought they cast him out. So this is, Angus, listen to this shit. So <laughs> they cast out God. You can talk if you want. They, can, <laughs> they cast out God. I mean, God cast him out. This is how they say it. And then they also say God rejects him. Mm-hmm. But then casting out just meant emotionally. Um, it meant that, I don't know, how would you say it? Emotionally. He's like, you're no longer my dude. As you were my number one dude. And now you're like my third side chick, you know? Let's imagine down the he ranking. had like a contract. That's we'll actually- bang once in a while, but uh, you got to move out. It was more like... I'm pretty sure I'm right. You're fired when your contract is up. Like, we're not renewing your free agency. You think so? But the contract is up when he dies, then. Yeah. But, well... Everyone's contract is up when they die. You'll see what happens to Saul. God basically allows him to die. Well, here's what He allows him to die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God's also torturing him for no reason. Yeah, with an evil spirit. Yeah. So, So... God, the creator... Created an evil spirit... I guess I'm the only one that can look at myself here. <laughs> so God created mm-hmm. an evil spirit to hex him or an injurious spirit and to torment Saul. So that's what there's there's a there's there's an entity created by God just to that's torture e- yeah. just to torture somebody. One person. That's pretty wild. So uh, Did we talk about that about the Yeah, we the did. Christian I mean representative. What what would they say? What would your mom say if we were I don't, like, I, don't, I can't speak to that. I don't know what she would say. I I would have to ask her. This is that's actually because she has a weird relationship with other gods and demons and shit. Oh, she believes yeah. in all that. No, shit. I know. So, but she has a weird relationship with it where it doesn't phase her in the slightest. She thinks all the other gods exist too. So I'm, um, yeah, God. I th- I feel like she'd just be a yeah. God makes demons. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. He made the and, devil and yeah. What's, and what's, and shh, or he's gonna make one over you. And he's not a good guy, I guess. Saul, really. Saul had the guy. opportunity to be a good guy, but he was a, a wayward he king. Disobeyed God. He didn't. Yeah, he just didn't obey God. So then, so he's been rejected. Then the Lord picked his new king, a young supple shepherd boy from uh, yeah. the mountains. Sexy. Of God only picks sexy kings from the steppe. And uh, Saul was a piece of ass. Right. The old priest went over and rubbed him down with oil. Is... That's what happened. Okay. He anointed him with oil. And now, so I'll just read the last paragraph there. So the Lord said, "Rise, rise, and anoint him." This is he like is a chicken. This is like a chicken or the egg argument. You know, like if you're a priest and you have to do all the rituals mm-hmm. that you're supposed to do, it's like what came first, the chicken or the egg? What came first, the priest or the pedophile? Was it, were pedophiles drawn to priesthood, or does priesthood we, create we, pedophiles? Can we stop. <laughs> So then, the age-old argument. The, the Lord said, rise and anoint him. He is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. A horn of is, oil that you pour all over somebody? Yeah, yeah, you in, know? The, in the presence of his brothers. And from that day, the spirit of the Lord came upon the David. The only thing that could make it more obvious if the oil was white. If they were just like, they poured the white oil, the mysterious... Foggy, cloudy, jizzy. (laughs) Sometimes it's runny, sometimes it's thick. It's hard to know. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day, the spirit of the Lord came upon David in power. Coming in power. Samuel then went to Ramah. So David in Saul's service. Now the spirit of the Lord had departed from Saul and an evil spirit from the Lord tormented him. Did we read this already? And Saul's... Uh, Yeah, we might have. I mean, I remember the spirit thing, but maybe they say it twice. 
the Bible I'm is redundant. I'm just going to continue to read it. Uh, Saul's attendants said to him, See, an evil spirit from God is tormenting you. Let our Lord command his servants here to search for someone who can play the harp. He will play when the evil spirit from God comes upon you, and you will feel better. That is so fucking crazy that everyone's acknowledging, like, God is doing this to you, so we'll get a guy to play a harp to get God's evil spirit out of the room. So, does the harp have magic, or does God like the harp so much he temporarily lets the demon not attack him? That's, I think, option two. Option two? Yeah. I think that That's the, God okay. likes harp music, turns out. Okay. Um, so Saul, It'd be weird to be eternal and choose one instrument harp. that you like. You know, like just that one. I mean, they don't even have electric harps. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Just a plink. Like They don't even have f- the last 50 years of our music history in heaven. So Saul said to his attendants, <clears throat> find someone who plays well and bring him to me. One of the servants answered, I have seen a son of Jesse of Bethlehem who knows how to play the harp. He is a brave man and a warrior. He speaks well and is fine looking and is a fine looking man. <laughs> God will surely the Lord and the Lord is with him. him. So then Saul sent messengers to Jesse and said, send me your son, David, who is with the sheep. So Jesse took donkeys loaded with bread, a skin of wine, a young goat and sent them to with his son, David, to Saul. David came to Saul and entered his service. Saul liked him very much, and David became one of his armor bearers. Then Saul sent word to Jesse, saying, Allow David to remain in my servant service, for I am pleased with him. Whenever the Spirit of God came upon Saul, David would take his harp and play. Then relief would come to Saul, and he would feel better. The evil spirit would leave him. That is a crazy, weird story. So they found <clears throat> a sexy but strong Harp yeah. player. Good looking. Which is rare. Yeah. I said sexy. Yeah. Okay. I said sexy. I, for, I don't equate it to you. Um, I guess they are different. This story in in church is always- uh, I've, the, seen, I've seen chicks that I was like, that chick's sexy. That is definitely ugly. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Something about they it. They are different. Yeah. So this story is always uh, told in church as the, the the lesson that you take from this story is David had to Just put play in, the harp. No, he had to put in the work. He had to serve before he was king. There's a lot of um, okay. Like he had to work. He had to work his way up through the company. Yeah, you got to. God chooses the lowest, and then he makes them serve, and then he rewards he them. He makes them better. That's a resounding. No, it's like a resounding theme. No. It's not. Yes, he does make them better, but it's more that. You oh wow on video? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Is that two weeks in a row? Yeah, that's oh, two man. weeks in a row. At least it's not on all your shit. That's true. Kyle spilled again. If you guys are just listening, like you should be. Um, I don't even think they can see it on video. Whatever you knocked it over. The camera angle, but yeah, that's half my wines. Hold on, Sam. snort it. <laughs> you spill it, you snort it. That's the rule. <laughs> no, it never feels good. Wine is oh, terrible to snort. God. Wine is hard to snort. I don't. I only did that because you do it every time. You know that? <laughs> I never do it in front of anyone else. I did Caesar dressing off my kitchen floor the other night that I spilled. That's dumb. <laughs> That's so stupid. Camilla said spill it, snort it, so I had to. <laughs> Your girlfriend makes you do that too? <laughs> no, she was kidding. But what then, a weird relationship to spi- you had. No, to spider, I did it. She was kidding. <laughs> she was probably like, no, 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 don't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. So. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. There we go. <laughs> I think I got the rest. So what is, uh, David? So yeah. So David put in his time, and then God eventually rewards him. That's yep. a reoccurring theme. You know, Joseph 
He had to serve in the, the Potiphar's service. Then he went to the dungeon. Then God made him the best, right? Um, what's another example? Is he, that after it collapsed? Joseph was after the famine, and he got sent to Egypt. <clears throat> and then he became the prince or the high up in mm. Egypt. And then right, they, right. It, all the Israelites moved to Egypt. They had a uh, symbiotic relationship for a while. And then they were like, there's a lot of Jews here. Uh, it's a lot, of, uh, a lot of arms and legs we could use to build these pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, David and Goliath, one of the greatest stories in the Bible. Now, the, the the OG underdog story. Oh, my God, dude. Can the we get a new surprise? <laughs> Young Tism's phone goes off. Who do you even call podcast. <laughs> Just, you can answer your mom, dude. <laughs> Hi, Janice. Sure wasn't yours. <laughs> God damn. That was mean. Fucking ruthless. <laughs> So now, for the, anyone new to the podcast, she died last year. <laughs> the shenanigans, <laughs> yeah, the shenanigans episode. Okay, so David and Goliath. Now the Philistines had gathered forces for war at the assembled Soko in Judah. They pitched camp at Ephes Damim between Soka and Ezekah. Saul and the Israelites assembled and camped. How are we the- doing on the actual Bible on screen there, Angus? We're in uh, chapter 17, verse 1. Yeah, right at the top. Now, the Philistines gathered their forces for war and assembled at Soka. Okay, so we were reading the last one. No. The last podcast. No, because maybe we did. Maybe we re-upped. Maybe we did. Maybe it doesn't matter. So now the Philistines gathered their forces for war at Soka, and they pitched camp at Ephesus and Damon between Soko and Ezekah. If you're following along, now you can see how fucking dumb those fucking words are to try and pronounce. <laughs> they're less they're not hyphenated online though. See, that's bullshit. What I wanted to do, which we might do Oh yeah, because I have the yeah, two columns. I wanna I wanna take the fucking picture yeah. of our book. <laughs> yeah. The one that the hardcover that people actually read. Yeah. The formatting on the internet's perfect because the internet's full of nerds. Yeah. Right? This is insane. You can view it actually in two column format. Really? Yeah, there's a, there's a way to do that, but okay. we'll do it maybe later. Just to bother people? Why not make it easier no, 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 for the no, people? No, they have to understand <laughs> the pain. So, because I, it was like, I got like a second. It's just so unnecessary. It's crazy. I thought you were an idiot for like the first six months of this podcast until you turned it around. And then I got, what's it called? When you feel like your your uh, wife's childbirth, you know, even phantom uh, birth. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got a phantom. Now I feel your pain. So, Saul and the Israelites assembled and camped at the Valley of Elah and drew up their battle line to meet the Philistines. The, you want to pause it and wipe that up? No, there's no pausing anymore. <laughs> we can't pause. We can edit out after. Oh, we can't pause. because We cannot the, pause. That's wild. That's wild, dude. So, so we're going to have a lot of dead air. Well, if we did, it'd be a hard cut. Yeah, smash cut. Yeah. So, um, I so went... So if you ever see a smash cut in this podcast, it's because one of us spilled or one of us has to take a piss. So <laughs> we're doing bumps. <laughs> or bu- or doing bumps. <laughs> No, we do that. Yeah, no, we don't. We we uh, go to the bathroom to do that. So before the podcast, I've been to this place. Mm-hmm. They know they're quite sure they know the exact spot where they think this happened between all the mm-hmm. stuff of what exactly of this battle where the not really it's not a battle because there's no fighting. It's really a, a showdown. The two the Israelites are camped up on a small hill that's maybe twenty five meters to the top. Just a wild gradual guess. slope. Just a wild guess. Right well, I was there. there. Oh, you were? Yeah, I was I went there. Do you feel like it eroded over time or that's exactly how tall it was? It's probably of years eroded, ago? but 
it's not a big hill, but it's like a mound. It's like an escarpment. <clears throat> it's like uh like there's a val like uh, a stream that was completely dried up when I was there, but I guess in the rainy season it's a stream and then others and then there's like okay. a big hayfield and then there's a road and then there's like a copse of trees. So in the middle is the field where the fighting would happen. The Israelites are up here and the Philistines are back behind this copse of trees. So a chant- Okay, so this is a classic standoff. Yeah, it's, it's a no stand- one, they don't want to come out for undercover. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. I mean they- get shot from a pie. In the ancient world, if one side didn't want to Oh, God, one. this is fucking kicking my ass, dude. This wine? Oh, this is snorting. snorting. <laughs> you got drips? Yeah. <laughs> wine drips? still burns. It's like going to my tear ducts, I feel like. Wine drips. My eye burns right now. That can't be normal. I mean, it's not that, it's not that bad. I, no, I don't think I'm going to die, but it's fucking weird. Okay. It's weird that you made a career out of doing that. I didn't make the rules, dude. That's a rugby rule. <laughs> well, you taught it to me. I took a lot of stupid drinking games from rugby and just, but the thing I is, guess, I it's guess now always we can, on. Now we can finally show them what the bubbler is since we got video. Nah. <laughs> You've already spoiled it. They can go to Pornhub and watch it. Um, so that's that's the setup. They're facing each other. So yeah, if two if two armies didn't want to fight, they didn't have to. Like one side could event, like just keep pulling back or like, you know. Well, eventually they got to fight. Either or run away, right? So yeah. <laughs> I know what they but there's a lot of jockeying. Like armies would shadow each other for weeks or months, right? To on the, this day we'll fight, or on this day we won't. Here we will. Here we won't. Until someone figured out you could just go in the night. It's actually night attacks were. I know oh, we talked about that before. They're hard to they start killing each other. Pull, pull off. So, anyways, they haven't figured out li- that fire uh, doesn't discriminate. Is light yet? So, <laughs> the whole point of a night attack: if you have fire, you're the most visible thing in the night. That's a really good point. <laughs> All right, guys, let's sneak up on him with our. Fu- That's why Gideon <laughs> had the bulls, and he had the fire under the bulls, Kyle. Right. We already learned that lesson. Yeah. That's <laughs> so. Verse four: A champion named Goliath, who was from Gath, came out of the Philistine camp. Dude, I don't know about you, but that Goliath dude sounds like a fucking pussy. He was over nine feet tall. Pussy. He had a bronze helmet <laughs> on his head and wore a coat of scale armor of bronze weighing 5,000 shekels. That is... Weighing? Weighing 5,000. So their weight is the same as their currency? 125. Yeah, that's... A shekel is a unit of weight. A shekel of silver. That's like oh, two grams of silver. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It's as if we called dollars like a No, I get gram. it, but I only know shekels from like cartoons yeah. and pirate movies. So it weighed... 5,000 shekels, which is 125 pounds. So can I... You got 125 pounds of armor on. Well, he's nine feet tall. That's like a shirt for me. I know, but that's that's pretty impressive, right? That's the, that, the, this, is, this is supposed to overawe you. The guy was nine <laughs> feet. He's wearing 125 pounds of armor. Listen to this. And back then, everyone was like four feet, so this guy is insanely tall. Yeah, a tip, let's say a typical armor, I'm making this up, would probably be like, what, 50 I, pounds? I think... I have no fucking idea, probably. Yeah, so it's significantly... I think I looked this up once, and back in, like, biblical times, I'm pretty sure people were average under five feet tall. Yeah, so this guy is more than twice the size of a normal person. (laughs) That seems plausible. Has anyone in in modern day been... What's the tallest, like, seven foot something? I don't think they've ever gotten over eight feet tall. Yeah, okay, so this guy, obviously exaggerated, um, but he's a huge dude, so... Maybe God did him like that, you know? 
So, yeah, his armor weighed uh, 5,000 shekels, 125 pounds. On his legs, he wore bronze greaves and a bronze javelin slung on his back. His spear shaft was like a weaver's rod. What's the first weapon, he said? Um, Not the javelin, the reeves? Bronze greaves? That's greaves? not a weapon. Th those are shin and thigh protectors. Oh, okay. So, like, leg <clears throat> armor. So Dude, just going for the Achilles every time in battle was probably, like... You could just cut everyone down. Yeah, you'd imagine. Okay, so you imagine you got a breastplate on, mm -hmm. maybe a backplate attached a to it. Plate, probably but, yeah. not. Uh, and scale means like overlapping. Yeah, like fish scales. Mm -hmm. So, and then you got. So it's movable. Um. Well, scales would move comparatively yeah, speaking yeah. to a solid. Thing. Yeah. So you got mobility. Yeah. That's the main reason <laughs> for that. And then um, your greaves would be like soccer shin pads with like football thigh pads, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Strapped on with leather. And uh, he's got this spear shaft was like a weaver's rod. A weaver's rod. So they would have uh, a huge... When they used to weave, I don't know what the fuck, clothes or blankets or whatever. They, <laughs> Probably both. They would have uh, like an ancient machine. A, a weaver's rod would be... Did they do it by hand? Yeah, but they had this rod to yeah. keep them in... Mm -hmm. like, well, you need both ends have to have a rod. Yeah, so, in, so it's like... <clears throat> Supposed to be this imp impressive. It'd probably be like nine feet tall. Like it's this, probably really expensive. No, probably bigger than that because he's nine feet tall. <clears throat> so this weaver's rod would be. Oh, so he doesn't have normal weapons. No. is what they're trying to yeah, say. Oh, I get it. This guy can't even use a staff because they yeah. only make three foot staff for all the midgets that live in yeah, this time. Yeah, and he's like, and got he's this, got like a fucking eight foot tall. Yeah, it's it's. it's let's imagine today. It's mm -hmm. like he, his spear was a stop sign, and you'd be like, "Holy shit, that thing's fucking huge." That's the worst analogy I've ever heard. It's the size of like a fucking thick ass tall. Oh, as tall as a stop sign. Yeah, like, but not a normal person would have a stick, and he's got this like twice yeah. the size of. So his spear was like a weaver's rod, and its iron point weighed 600 shekels. That is, see, 50 shekels. So he's got 100. Why did they? How, how big is it? How heavy? I mean, uh, 15 pounds or seven kilograms. The tip. Yeah, it's 15 pounds. So the spearhead is fucking heavy. Uh, <laughs> his shield bearer. 15 pounds heavy. That's heavy for a spearhead. What would yeah, a typical no, spearhead weigh? Not even, not Two even pounds? a pound. No, a pound? not even close. So yeah, so fifteen <clears throat> times the size of whatever. It'd be a big fucking spearhead if it was a pound. I can see it being a pound or two, two pounds. It'd be like this big, like a two pound weight. Like that fucking big. A two pound. Yeah, but it's not. It's not a circle. It's flat. It has to be sharp, right? Yeah. So it'd be fucking gigantic. One pound. But it's iron weapons. Bronze and iron are heavy. Yeah. Like modern metals are way lighter than what they were using. That's why I said us. It was like that big. Doesn't matter. You don't think a one pound spear would be that big, flattened out? I think it'd be a couple pounds. Uh, man, a two pound okay, weight at the gym is like argument. it's like the size of my <clears throat> phone. Yeah, but it's round though. Whatever. You understand yeah, my point? Uh, yeah. I want. I, I, we need to get some ancient armor specialists. Yeah, that's what we need <laughs> to settle this incredibly important argument. To have on the, on the podcast at all time. So Goliath stood up. This is a this is a great story. We're ruining it on uh, uh, whatever the fuck technicalities. Goliath, you're nervous about being on video. Goliath stood and <clears throat> shouted to the ranks of Israel, "Why do you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine? And are you not servants of Saul? Choose a man and have him come down to me." If he is able to fight and kill me, we will come and be your subjects. But if you, I overcome him and kill him, 
you must become our subjects and serve us. Who's who's Goliath? Is Goliath saying this to somebody? Yeah, Goliath. Is, okay, this is straight out it's of fucking bullshit. Though. The movie Troy. Yeah. This is the fucking badass that. Go, what it, but he's nine feet tall in this example. Yeah, he's bigger than the guy in Troy. So mm-hmm. remember when they go choose your champion? And they I don't. I know. I don't know if I've ever seen the movie. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. So they they choose your champion and they mm-hmm. call up this big fucking barbarian oh, like, like League of Legends. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same thing. You choose your champion. I, anyways, they big out this big fucking ball guy, yeah. and then they they're like. Who's your champion? You can like throw fire or and something. And then Brett, and they're like Achilles, and he's like banging three chicks, right? And they're like, he has Achilles is the boss, or Achilles is Brad Pitt. Oh, okay. He's got really bad tendons. <laughs> you fucking stupid <laughs> asshole. Oh, I don't know history. How do I know that this isn't the Achilles? What I'm saying is, I'm kidding. I you're rooting that. the drama of this moment. You got two armies lined up. Yeah. This absolute monster walks out and gives the two middle fingers like the fucking stone cold steve austin pulls out his pulls out his curtain rod cock and says suck it yeah and says hey you giant (laughs) pussies one v one me right yeah which was a tactic that worked you could just be like hey fight me one-on-one instead of him walking into the middle and then getting surrounded by their whole army so he goes uh, if I kill it, then you will become our subjects and serve us. Then the Philistine said, this day I defy the ranks of Israel. Give me a man and let us fight each other. On hearing the Philistine's words, Saul and all the Philistine. Who's saying the- this right now? This day Goliath. I defy Goliath comes out Israel. and says, oh, okay. fuck you, Israel, you bunch of pussies. That's awesome. Fight me. Yeah, in front of everybody. So that's, that's, a, a, that's a badass that's a way challenge. to do it, too. It's At, not like, fuck you, this day I defy yeah. the ranks of Israel? Is yeah, that what it was? Yeah, this day I defy the ranks of Israel. That kicks ass. Uh, give me a man and let us fight each because other. Because normally, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, normally that means, because you were saying back in the old battles, the fucking, the leaders would fight each other to the death, and that's how the war would end. So it was, What? It, not always. You Maybe, said that happened sometimes. It might have happened in a specific example I can think of. You literally said that mu- happened multiple times. The leaders wouldn't fight. No, I talked about Alexander the Great charging in. No, no, the no. And multiple people saying, like, you. we literally talked about it on the podcast. Which one? Okay, which battle, though? That, that's not common. They would end a battle yeah. by going, let's just the fucking king or the- Sometimes. Sometimes. They would fight each other, sometimes. and then that would end the battle. Sometimes. So that did happen. That did happen. So not all, his, that wasn't fine. common. I understand. But is his is him saying, I'm defying the ranks of Israel because he's not the leader, right? He would probably be a leader. Oh, he is the leader? He's their champion. Not, he's their best yeah, fighter. Yeah, he's their fighter. Yeah. But yeah. often that could be the leader. Your best guy, like- Typically in an ancient- which is which is in old in old business in a, made for a real weird system. Yeah, in a strong- where's all violence, no thought, yeah. no forethought. A strong man society. He could be the leader, or the, he could be a champion. The nerds were just hiding back then. So yeah, I defied the ranks of Israel. Give me a man, let us fight each other. On hearing the Philistines' words, dude, Saul- dude, how, how successful do you think the first army was? That hey, let's take the weak dude that seems like he's good at puzzles. To tell us how to fight these guys, you like know, and get our really stupid guys that are really good at swinging shit to Dude, do all the work. You Arch- know, Archimedes uh, famously was able to build like ancient war machines. He built like a giant death ray. Archimedes like a- is a real guy. Yeah, he's from that wizard movie. He's the guy that discovered water <clears throat> displacement. So when you get in a bathtub and the water goes up, yeah. he's the guy that made the math for that. And he made up uh, a crane on a ship that flips ships over. 
he made a death ray, a giant. That's awesome. A giant mirror that like sh- that he would shine at like ships and set them on fire. I heard about that. So, yeah, Archimedes. They did hire a nerd more a than big, once. A big concave mirror or something. Yeah, that, which must have been fucking impossible to make back then. The Mongols took the. If you they is mongoloid a bad term? Yeah, for Mongols. Yeah, they they they, they got mad <laughs> as that, a country. <laughs> is that is that what the they call them like uh, no, insultingly? No, they call them Mongols. Mongoloid was if you have Down syndrome. I know, but, but I assume no. They don't call the Mongols Mongoloids. They call them Mongols. Oh, I assumed that was okay. How many? Bo- so it wasn't an offensive term. Obviously. How could how many boards could the Mongols <clears throat> hoard if the Mongols could hoard boards? At least three. <laughs> Wait, what's the answer? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I was going to say another example <laughs> yeah. of the Mongols. They would kill everybody except if you could re- like give us a reason for you to live. And they'd be like, "I'm pretty good with math." And they'd be like, "All right." That's yeah, good. They, we need one of you. Yeah. You Jews are crafty. <laughs> no, they were the Chinese. The Mongols were attacking. I thought the they Chinese. killed everybody. They first fought the Chinese, then the Arabs, then the Russians, then all of Europe. Oh, okay. I don't think maybe I don't think they ever went through Jerusalem though. Anyways, so I defy the ranks of Israel. On hearing the Philistines' words, Saul and all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. So he comes out, calls him out, and no one goes to meet him. That's a morale-crushing. That must feel so fucking good. Are you going to fight him, dude? No, I'm not going to fight him. (laughs) Oh, fuck that. He's literally twice our size. (laughs) We should be allowed two guys. That's what should have happened. 2v1 me. (laughs) 2v1. Um. I remember, it, it's the exact same feeling of being in a in a bar fight you don't want to get into at the moment and just be you can't back down right so yes like, you can well I I can't yeah I don't think you can either I can now really I'm an old fat guy now I still can't I have no pride left see ya I, <laughs> well at least we couldn't in our youth no let's put it that way so you're in the fight and you're like I don't want to fight this guy I'm having a good time with my friends but some shit has happened where this guy's in your face and then you go well let's fucking do it then and they go oh I'm just I I'll go, I'm just Gonna go to the bar then or whatever, and then you—that's—that's that's what that feels like. Yeah. It's better than actually fighting and winning. Yeah, you did—you bitched him out. You didn't have to get punched. You didn't have to throw one. It's my, the best feeling in the world. My first fight I ever got in was like that. <clears throat> he was, uh, my friend started it, and there's—that's how it always happens. By the way, this scenario that I talked about, <laughs> every every time it happened to me, always my friend started the. My fucking friend fight. started it, so he's yeah. in a he him and another guy <clears throat> are fighting, and <clears throat> then this huge dude from the other side is like. You fucking blah blah blah, and I looked side, looked to the side. All right, so I, I walk up and I just punch this guy as hard as I can. He fucking takes it, punches me. Shit. I I drop to one knee. I try to like tackle him. Yeah, and he goes up against the wall and just fucking bang, 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 like speed bags the side of my head till I was knocked out. Oh, he did that to you? <laughs> yeah, I got my ass kicked. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the other way around. I got my ass kicked, and that that was that night, and. uh I, I don't know why I said that night. Like yeah, I pointed, you pointed at me like I know what night. Well, cause you know that night we fucked those two chicks? After it that. Was that night. After that, I went to Before my friend's house. Before we even house. knew each other. After that, I went to my friend's Remember house. Remember when we tag-teamed that mother-daughter? That's not true. Okay, so. <laughs> it was that night, everybody. After that, though, I went to my friend's house, and yeah. his, his older brother <clears throat> saw me all fucked up, and he's like, yeah, what happened? I told him the story. He's like, look. You shouldn't have tried to fair fight that guy. It's like, if you know you're going to get in a fight, just fucking swing and keep swinging. And since then, I have not lost. It is. It's a good rule, but I can't morally do it. I, I can't. It's not even immoral. I just can't do it. What about a guy pushes you in the chest? I'm not going to oh, push yeah, him no, back. Oh, yeah, no, hell no. Yeah. That's on. And, yeah. like, and the if guy's in my face, well, it, my old self. This, this has got me, this has bit me in the ass multiple times. I'm sure I've told this, but I got in another fight, yeah. and I always, 
try to like fucking break it up or at least break up the groups from fighting. Yeah. And then I could fight decently well. I think I have a 30% success rate. Because yeah. <laughs> I keep on doing shit like this. So a guy comes in, kicks the guy on the ground. I grab him by the throat. He's smaller than me. You yeah. know, you feel bad for those guys. But he's a cunt. I'm smaller than everybody. Yeah. So I, th- I grab him by the throat. I throw him back. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I turn around to go rip guys off. Dude. If I was more wine in there, that would have been spilled. <laughs> <laughs> and he sucker punches me in the side of the head. Yeah. But then I had to kill him. That's how it I goes. I had to bury him under concrete. So the Israelites are demoralized. What's the statute of limitations on a murder? I don't know. Now, David was the son of an Ephraite named Jesse. We already know that. Why did the Bible always have to like reemphasize who the guy's the son? They only... Uh, re- like uh, reiterate people's names now, and David dumb things you don't care about. David was the son of a bitch. <laughs> so David was the son of Eph- Jesse of Ephraim. Um, the, the son of an Ephraite named Jesse, who was from Bethlehem and Judah. Jesse had eight sons, and in Saul's time, he was old and well advanced in years. So this is near the end of Saul's reign, right? Okay. Because we that, now we know that. Up, he's still king. He's still king. Still kicking? Still making the decisions, I'm assuming? Yep. So, uh, which is fucking weird. Jesse. So now they got another ruled by a guy that's being haunted by demons. Yeah. So this guy has to make all the decisions and he's being currently haunted. Yeah. And by demons. And he's the ghost. David's the ghostbuster. He goes in there with his harp and scares the ghosts away. Every time he needs to sign a bill or whatever. So Jesse's three oldest sons had followed Saul to war. The firstborn was Eliab, the second Abinadab, and the third Shammah. David was the youngest. Uh, the fourth, Lama Ding Dong. <laughs> <laughs> David was the youngest. The three oldest followed Saul. But David went back and forth from Saul to tend to his father's sheep at Bethlehem. So David is... Wait, is Shama the, per- the place? Is the place that we read earlier named after this person? I don't think so. Oh, it's a it coincidence? Might, it might be. I, don't, I have no idea. That <clears throat> thought has never occurred. Um, so, but David is now like interning with Saul. Saul, sorry. Mm-hmm. He's armor bearer part-time, but he's also getting back to the family. It's like when an farm. old rich dude gets like divorces his wife and gets like a 21-year-old that just has to fuck him till he dies so he gets all the money. It's not like that at all. And he gets all and just gets all the money? No, it's more like he's It's a mentorship. It's a mentorship. But they're kind of you're kind of making it seem like this guy is like on the outs and not all there. Yes, Saul is on the so outs. So it's a little more gold diggery then. Well, How rem- much can you mentor somebody if you remember fucking have dementia? Samuel or went to David's house and said, "You're going to be <clears throat> king over Israel. Now go work for." So, yeah. So, so, so that happened. Okay, so That's, this is a farce. He's just no, 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 no. This is placating the old man till he dies. If this was, he knows he's going to get it. If this was a movie, uh huh. These events would just it would be serendipitous. It is a movie, Passion of the Christ. Look it up. It would be serendipitous. So, so Samuel comes to David when he's a young man, yeah. anoints him, says you're going to be king. Then Saul gets tormented by an evil spirit, so that that's God's intervention. Saul says, "I need somebody to get rid of these evil spirits." One of his, you know, wise men says, "I know a guy that can play the harp. That's pretty good for evil spirits." Yeah, everyone knows. So thus, David, you need a sexy, strong heart player. So, th- so David got hired, yeah. and he's already been. So now he's closer to the kingship. So this is what Samuel said to to uh, to Saul, so he could get him the job. Get who? No, Samuel. How did he get hired as the heart player? Who suggested it? One of Saul's guys. So it was just that was just luck. Yeah, it, it said, was just pure luck. It said. Uh, 
Then Saul said, or it was a spell Samuel cast on him earlier that made him chosen. One by of God. the one of the servants <clears throat> answered, "I have seen a son of Jesse in Bethlehem." Well, do you know my? Do you understand my point though? What do you? It's it's a divine story. No, because yeah, because he got chosen by Samuel earlier. Yeah, all this shit's just happening. That seems lucky, but it's well, it's God's it's divine. fucking divine plan. Yeah, you understand, but yes. he's not really. He doesn't ever actually do anything. Well. So he's stringing him along through this story, yeah, this making is, sure... This is... Yeah. But he never actually does it, though. You know what I mean? That's the point. No, no, no. So what I'm saying is as soon as he casts, like, the You're Chosen spell yeah. through the wizard, Samuel... Yeah. What's his actual title? Samuel is the wizard. Yeah, he's a wizard, right? Yeah. Saul is the king. Yeah. So the wizard casts a spell, and that aut- it makes everything happen to him, so he's going to get the throne no matter what. Well, or... In other words, or the wizard affirms what God was already going to do. Yeah, yeah. He makes it through known God. To God David. gives the wizard the power. Yeah, Everyone he, knows he that. He makes it known to David. <laughs> so where were we here? It's just it seems like if it just seems like a random bunch of events that he also that is, plays the harp. That's someone suggested that he was looking Kyle, for a harp. That's guy. the whole point. No, I get it, but it's not impressive if it's not luck. If they if that earlier shit didn't happen, mm-hmm. and this happened in real life, not the Bible, like in real life, and it was documented, you'd be like, that was fucking crazy amount of circumstance. Incredible luck that those yes. events lined up together. But as soon as you go, God casts a spell on them, the, ma- the magic's you're, over. You're, you're seeing it exactly <clears throat> the wrong way. So the way Christians see that is <laughs> it's... That it's so lucky that it's impossible. The only way this could happen is if God made it happen. Thus, it's like almost miraculous. But if you know God did, doesn't that take away all the magic? No, that you're the exact opposite is conclusion. The the exact opposite conclusion is reached by Christians. They go, "Wow, God is so great because he only could have done something like this. Uh It's such a great miracle." I see your point, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of seems what more rational, like. Anything God does. I think is harp was even their first choice. Um, it's probably the best thing that they had at the time. So David was the youngest. <laughs> like Saul, Saul didn't even get to choose. Is, what if he's like a more of a? We drum got guy? like two more pages, Kyle. This is a long story, so we gotta really try to focus here. <laughs> David was the youngest. The three oldest followed Saul, but David went Fucking back and forth. Wine. Just go clean yourself up. I'll read for a bit. It's fine, Angus dude. can for forty days. Okay, listen to this. So David's going back and forth. From the sheep to the armor bearer. For 40 days, the Philistine came forward every morning and evening and took his stand. So every morning he comes out, hey, you fucking pussies. How about today? No, that's what I thought. After dinner. How about now, you fucking pussies? <laughs> the fucking rules, dude. For 40 days. And the Israelites are just taking it. Yeah. Just taking it. Now... To be fair, they've been bent over by God for like eighteen generations at this also, point. Also, let's let's look at this they're rationally. To, let's look at this rationally. The Philistines are obviously not attacking them because they have the high ground. Yeah, right? and Israel and tree has, cover apparently. And why would we go fight? Do you want to fight that guy? Although it is pissed me off, my feelings are hurt. I mean, <clears throat> the the point is that like it could be a rational, smart decision on the Israelites' it is. Like, it why is. would you go? For sure, for, is. yeah. One one. Yeah, don't succumb to taunting. Yeah, yeah. We got the high ground. We'll just wait it out. You know, t- and the water was closer to the Israelite side. That's should be noted on the battlefield where yeah, that I makes was. Perfect so, sense why they're not moving. So, but also that's demoralizing. And you know, there must have been a. Cu- you know what? Now that you say it like that, it's like hilarious that he won't even just go fight them. 
He's like taunting them into battle. They could just go fight them. That's true. But they would lose. Probably. Or it's not no, for sure. Here's the thing. Sure. Yeah. It's not, it's we're going to find out later victory. that we, they had God on their side or something. Yeah. And then that's why they won the battle. But the whole... Because that's the answer to everything. And, but the whole fucking time, they were scared to go down there. It's true. Yeah. So, uh, so for 40 days, the Philistine called him every morning and evening. Now, Jesse said to his son, David, take this really, ephah. He's a really needy dude. Take this ephah of roasted grain and these mm-hmm. 10 loaves of bread for your brothers and hurry to their camp. Take along these 10 cheeses to the commander of their unit. Um, Look, I didn't even know they had cheese. Um, B. It says uh, 1,000. So, I guess a unit of men is 1,000 men. Um See how your brothers and see how your brothers are and bring back some assurance from them. They are with Saul and all the men of Israel in the valley of Elah fighting against the Philistines. So they, Jesse is an old man. He's worried about his three sons fighting at the front lines. He's given David missions like, hey, bring this food to them. Bring some extra good <laughs> shit for their commander. Okay. Tell me how tell me how the war is going. Dispatches from the front. And now this is somehow giving him favor with the army too or No, this is just part of the story. Okay, this is just happening. Yeah. Like okay. okay. With no context. D- All right, let's keep let's dude, move on. Like then. when Saul was looking for his donkeys, you got so hung up on the fact that Well, why- the fact that they include it. You dude, know what I mean? It's, it's the Bible. There's a finite number of of pages and words. You think the shit they would include would have future Callbacks, repercussions, the reason, some type of impact. Dude, the reason that's included is because it's like, isn't this just a random event? He went out looking for his donkeys. A com- it's like, it could say, it could say, a guy went to the convenience store for some smokes, and on the way he saw a prophet. And you'd be like, why the fuck did they talk about the convenience store with the smokes? It's just the what he was doing at the time. But the prophet just told him to take shit. What do you mean? So he's looking for he's his donkeys to deliver shit. No. You don't, you're, mis, you're misremembering the story. He's looking for his donkeys. They can't find them. That's when they go, let's go find a prophet. Maybe he knows where the donkeys are. Oh, in that old story. <laughs> yeah. And you got so hung up on the donkey searching. I'm confused. It's just the start of the story. So this is just, this is just, if it's just a narrative, Kyle. Uh-huh. This is, the Bible is not all laws and rules. Def- Some of it is. Definitely doesn't have word economy. Exactly. Well, it's, this is makes a good story okay this is just a detail to the story the dad is worried about his kids at the front that's all it is yeah debatable but okay early in the morning david left the flock with a shepherd loaded up and set out as jesse had directed that's for the story that's he reached the camp as the army was going out to its battle positions shouting the war cry Mm, set the hooks in here we go israel and the (laughs) philistines were drawing up their lines facing this is dramatic yeah i'm feeling it dude War, this is a war movie of ancient times. Dude, I, you're kind of fucking with me right now. Because <laughs> this is an awesome story. <laughs> you got the two armies lined up. You got the Philistine champion, a nine-foot-tall guy. He's a human tank. He's got a, 200 fucking pounds of bronze armor on. Yeah. And he's telling them to go fuck themselves and fuck your mothers, you Israelite dogs. I can take any one of you. And th- so, But just one. And so just one day time. after day, David is going... Like, what the fuck? You guys just going to let him say this? Yeah. Right? So he reached out. He reached the camp as they were getting, shouting. Uh, the Philistines were drawing up their lines facing each other. David left his things with the keeper of supplies and ran to the <laughs> battle lines and greeted his brothers. Mm-hmm. As he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, stepped out from his lines and shouted his usual defiance. When David heard it, when the Israelites saw the man, they all ran from him in great fear. 
So that was all to say that David is, that's the first time he learns about it. So this has been going mm-hmm. on for a long time. David's like, you guys are just going to let this guy do this, right? Now, the Israelites had been saying. <laughs> so he's going to get them into the war they should have attacked yes, into? Yes, exactly that. <laughs> now, the Israelites have been saying. Just you, as God wanted. Do you see how this man keeps coming out? Do you see he comes to defy Israel? The king will have great wealth to the man who kills him. He will also give his daughter in marriage and will exempt his father's family from taxes in Israel. So he's at the position at the moment to speak for the king? No, no, no. He's that high up? That's that's the soldiers. That's the scuttlebutt. The soldiers are going, there's a prize on Goliath. So Saul has put a bounty. Who put the, who put the prize? Saul. Saul did. King Saul. The okay. king says- Did it say that or we assume? I know. We're, no, we can no, assume. No, no, he did say it. Okay. I mean, there's all. The, it's a bounty. The soldiers know. Yeah. The guy who kills that motherfucker gets the king's daughter. His family's free of oh, tax. Oh, I missed that part. And, yeah, he gets the king's daughter. What do you What do you get if you're a king's daughter? Are you prince? You're yeah. You're, you're in, fucking prince. Yeah, you just dude. That's awesome. You're vice president. Yeah. So that's a, and you're a, literally a prince. Yeah. That's what a prince is, right? Well, you could be born into a prince and you can marry into a prince. I don't think you can marry into a king. Well, prince. Queen, whatever, Queen Elizabeth. Who's the queen right now? Elizabeth? Yeah. Her husband is still alive. Yeah, but that's the only one you can't do. What do you mean? Marry a queen? You can't marry into being a king, but I'm pretty sure you can marry into being a prince. Yeah. Yeah, no, because he had to like do the ceremony as like the first male well, the guy bitch to is- give someone a crown. <laughs> that was pretty funny. He is the prince currently. I don't know what the rules are, but yeah, you're at least say you marry yeah queen's daughter. You're at least in the royal family. That's the best. So that's the best prize you could possibly get. So David, I like how they included, and you don't have to pay taxes. That's, right. Well, that's pretty big. Yeah, I know, but you're already the fucking prince. <laughs> you're so you're skirting around all those rules immediately when you get in there. David asked. Let's the, get real. David asked a man asking standing near him or standing near him. What will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and removes this disgrace Just from hyping Israel? Hyping him up. Who is the uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy <laughs> the armies of the living God? That is like an uh, aggressive slur back then. They repeated to him what they had been saying and told him, this is what will be done for the man who kills him. When Eliab, David's oldest brother, heard him speaking with the men, he burned with anger at him and asked, why have you come down here? And with whom did you leave those few sheep in the desert? I know how conceited you are and how wicked your heart is. You came down to watch the battle. So he's saying, you left your job. So they're saying that about David. His oldest brother is chastising him. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Go back and watch the sheep. Leave this yeah. to the men. No shit. Yeah. And David's like, you, and David's you're jelly, dude. David's also talking a big game. He's like, why? Who? Like, why are you guys <laughs> That is fucked up, shit? though. Yeah. To go up to an army and be like... You're gonna let him talk shit. Do you like that? Yeah, you As a guy that's tending sheep and has no armor and isn't gonna fight. <laughs> exactly. That's fucked up. So they repeat. His brother should fucking bitch slap him. That's basically what he's burning with anger. He might have bitch slapped him. Now, what have I done, said David? Can't I even speak? <laughs> what a fucking weasel. He turned away. I already, this guy becomes king. This fucking weasel of a human being. He then turned away to someone else and brought up the same matter and the men answered him as before so he's going to each person he's going around going <laughs> are you all big pussies like <laughs> is there a huge reward but or not at, at the moment he's not going out and fighting him let's keep listening the story's called David and Goliath you must know what happens Kyle oh I totally forgot <laughs> you fucking moron <laughs> I totally forgot dude <laughs> so he goes out there and wins so <laughs> does he have a slingshot he turned away someone else brought up the matter and the men answered him as before the what? David and Goliath I saw, it was on the internet, and he just sucks his dick. I don't know how it goes in this book, but I assume that doesn't happen in the Bible. David and the BBC. 
Dude, I don't I don't know if he was nine foot tall, but something was. The nine inches <laughs> girth. That was the staff. The, yeah. the tip weighed fifteen pounds. The mighty weaver's rod. <laughs> the tip weighed fifteen. Give him just the tip, dude. So David, uh, what David said was overheard and reported to Saul, and Saul sent for him. David said to Saul, "Let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. Like I'll I'll go. I'll do it." Because Saul he's calling himself your servant. Yeah, your, your servant. That's what you would say. Like because you're God's servant. Well, he's or the, the king. army's servant. He's the king. So your serve. Everyone is the king's servant. That's like saying your highness. Oh, okay. Your highness, your servant will go fight. So Saul hears that David is going around. He's like, "What is my heart player doing? Yeah, telling all the guys my we should fight? strong, handsome <laughs> heart player. <laughs> yeah, I can't let they you cast be harmed. out the demons. I can't let you be harmed." So Saul said, "You are not able <laughs> to go out this gay. Philistine and fight him. You are only a boy." And he has been fighting man from his youth. But David said to Saul, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. Now he goes, don't you remember, Saul? You made me a man. <laughs> <laughs> Lest you forget. Like Julius Caesar in the King of Bithynia. I don't know what that means. He might have got buttfucked by the King of Bithynia. It was a slur that followed him around his whole life. that is how they make him. They called him the Queen of Bithynia, and he hated that. He- he denied it his entire life, which makes me think, think that he happened, did it. Yeah. Uh, he went out in, in his triumph. He's like, and by the way, I was not penetrated by the king of the thing. Like, <laughs> come on. By the way, he never came. I mean, he never <laughs> fucked me. He never came. <laughs> so, so Saul's saying, you're only a boy. What are you doing here? David says to Saul, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by the hair, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both a lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who has delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. So he's brimming with confidence, this 17-year-old We already kid. met a wizard that sprinkled God juice on him. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, if that's true, then he should be. Saul said to David, go, and the Lord be with you. Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. So am I to believe he walked to the army, talked mad shit, walked back to the kingdom? No, no. Uh, he walked to the army, talked mad shit. Somebody heard him talking shit and went to Saul. And was like, that, your heart player's talking mad shit. And Saul said, get that heart player in here. And then Yeah, Sa- so he had to go back. Saul is at the front lines. Saul oh, is with the army. I thought he was like a thousand years old. No, he's he said he was old and aged in years, but he's with the army. Oh, he's still in battle. He's well, no, there's no been not, not been in battle yet. About but, to be. Yeah, and even he's still th- across from battle. Typically, with a demon on his on his right. Depending on who the king is, mm-hmm. you'd be further or back. I, I from get the front that he's line. in the back. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, expect him to be in his fucking chair. To be honest with you. So Saul dressed. De- 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 sorry, Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet. David fastened the sword over the tunic and tried walking around, but because he was not or tried walking around because he was not used to it. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I am not used to them. Is it tunic armor? Tunic is a shirt. So it would be like a no. He's nova- not used to wearing a shirt? Uh, Saul tu- keeps some uh, tarps a, off, dude. Not a tu- it's more like a poncho. Okay. So maybe like a tu- like a poncho <clears throat> of chainmail, a tunic. They called anything that went over the top half of your body sure. a tunic. Okay. So uh, well, that has to be some kind of thick leather or chainmail or something. Yeah, right? no, it's it's armor. Yeah, it's the armor that he was carrying around for Saul, right? Yeah. 
So and he, remember, he's a seventeen-year-old kid, and this this arm is for a man. So he's, he's only a, seventeen. Well, he's a, they keep calling him a shepherd boy. I I say seventeen. That's the age David is in my head. I guess yeah. Maybe fifteen. Maybe twenty. Well, you're a man late, like yeah. way earlier in life. So seventeen's probably conservative estimate. Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. yeah. So I cannot go in these. He said to Saul because I am not used to them. So he took them off. Then he took his staff in his hand and chose five smooth stones from the stream. Put them in his pouch of his shepherd's bag, and his sling in his hand, he approached the Philistine. Just the, just the fact that we don't, that he know he wins. I wish I'd never heard this story before. You were... <laughs> just because, <laughs> in his mind, he's like, all right, this guy's nine feet tall. I'm going to go to the stream. Well, oh, these are smooth. I fucking got this shit. Well, they fly straighter if they're smooth. Do you know why he no, chose I get five? That. But he's going to throw stones at a nine foot tall giant. Do you know why he chose five? Because Goliath has no. four brothers. The, Get the fuck out of here. It's a, One for each? That's that's what my Sunday school teacher said. How big is a stone? A stone, uh, I would imagine, you would, the size of your you fist. you would put in a slingshot. I imagine okay. it's about the size of your fist. That's what I'm picturing, too. First, I was picturing one like this big. So, when we say slingshot in modern era, we think I know of, what an old school slingshot is. Okay, but I'm just going to yeah. describe it for everybody else. People think of, like, you know, a stick with, a, like, a forked, a Y-looking stick with an elastic band. The old, that you the old ones you can actually throw harder. Yeah, so the, an old-style <clears throat> sling was maybe, uh, I don't know, half a meter long string on each side it with varied. a pouch. It yeah, it didn't, yeah, I don't know exactly, <clears throat> but you'd fucking swing it around, and you'd let go of one of the swing, uh, strings, and it would propel the rock at pretty astounding speed. Another thing to point out in this story is that the tribe of Benjamin were noted for their slinging ability. And that's where he's from. They that's did where, say that chapters no, earlier. So David is from the tribe of Judah. Saul is a Benjaminite, right? Adept at so. The, so what the fuck does that have to do with anything? The point did is he teach him. Um, this is what our tour guide was telling us at the site. Okay. That Saul and all of the Benjamites were experts with slings. So David is kind of uh, it's an extra kind of defiance. Maybe not defiance is the best word, but like. Uh, any one of these Benjaminites could have done oh. what David did. None oh. of them had the courage to do what David. This is another it. victory for God type. That makes thing. sense. Yeah, right. I remember earlier they were so deadly they had like they one tenth of their yeah. army and they kicked the living shit yeah. out of them. So any one of these Benjamites potentially oh, could have they taken. Bitched out. They bitched out. So, so they had long range weapons and they're like, I can't do this. Yeah, and who knows? So. I cannot go in these. Blah blah blah. He takes the five six stones. Meanwhile, the Philistine. <coughs> with his shield bearer in front Dude, of him. This is Corvid. You got a cough near your elbow. Sorry. Meanwhile, the Philistine with his shield bearer in front of him kept coming closer to David. He looked David over and saw that he was only a boy, ruddy and handsome. <laughs> they keep saying it. <laughs> yeah, everyone wants to fuck him. We get it. And, Women are ugly back then. And he despised him. He said to David, Am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? Did and you know the f- that's the reason why women started shaving so they could pe- could compete with young boys to look better? Because everyone knows a smooth young boy is the sexiest thing <laughs> anyone can find. You're the gayest dude on this podcast. I don't know. I don't know, dude. You're on it. <laughs> so he said, "Am I a dog that you come at me with sticks?" And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Come here, he said, and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. David said to the Philistine, You come at me with a sword and a spear and javelin, but I come at you with the name of the Lord Almighty and the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will hand you over to me. I will strike you down and cut off your head. Today I will give the carcasses 
I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds of the air and the beasts of the earth. He kind of took the other guy's line and just said it back to him. No, actually, you're... Yeah, I'm going to do it to you. No, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you said, but right back at you. Um... And the whole world also, will know. I've got magic, so. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. All of those gathered here will know that is not the sword or spear that the not by the Lord or spirit. Oh my God! I ruined sword like, or the, spear. All those gathered here will know it is not by the sword or spear that the Lord saves. For the battle is the Lord's, and He will give you all into our hands. As the Philistine moved closer to attack it, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. Reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone stank, sank into his forehead, and he fell face down on the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. Without a sword in his hand, he struck down the Philistine and killed him. David ran and stood over him, took hold of the Philistine's sword, drew it from its scabbard, and killed him. He cut off his head with his own sword. God damn, dude. And you have to imagine the Israelites going bananas. For sure. And the Philistines, what the actual fuck? <laughs> yeah, that was our guy. <laughs> That's all we had. Goliath of Gat. Well, he has four brothers. Yeah, but are they all nine feet tall? They're big. They're giants also. Well, I'm sure they're big. Yeah. We actually get... To, David hunts them down. He kills all of Goliath's family. That's why my Sunday school teacher said he took five stones. He knew it would only take one to kill Goliath. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That, I mean... That's, that's crazy. That that's awesome. The, it makes yeah, it, it makes it way more awesome. It makes the story cooler. But also, what if his brothers are just like, dude, you don't need to keep doing that. They hate you know? it. His brothers hate him. Goliath? No, or sorry, David's <clears throat> brothers are all. Oh, I know they hate him. Yeah, they're like, the fuck. What if Goliath's brothers were like, dude, you don't have to fucking do it. We get it. You're uh, the best. You know, <laughs> you don't have to keep doing this. <laughs> so, and they're like, fuck, we were telling them not to. Plus, <laughs> uh, he's throwing fucking rocks at him. Yeah, I wonder if they thought that was cheap. Deals off. We're not going to be your slaves. It's because he could th threw a rock. Yeah, and no projectiles, melee, <laughs> melee weapons only. Yeah, knives only. <laughs> when the Philistines saw that their hero was dead, they turned and ran. Then the men of Israel and Judah surged forward with a shout and pursued the Philistines to the entrance of Gath and the gates of Ekron. Their dead were strewn along the Shariam road for, uh, to Gath and Ekron. When the Israelites returned from chasing the Philistines, they plundered their camp. David took the Philistine's head and brought it to Jerusalem and put the Philistine's weapon in his own tent. As Saul watched David go, going out to meet the Philistine, he said to Abner, commander of the army, Abner, whose son, whose son is that young man? Abner replied, as surely as you live, O king, I don't know. The king said, find out whose son that young man is. As soon as David returned from killing the Philistine, Abner took him and brought him before Saul. With David still holding the Philistine's head. That is so badass. That is badass. I, I mean, that's just like, I mean, it's the original David and Goliath. It's the greatest story ever. Like It's it, the most retold story of the Bible. And the great, the, I mean. That I've ever heard. In front of the both armies is what makes it better. Like Jonathan and his armor bearer had that one where they went up and killed 20 guys. I love how much people respect the battle that no one jumped in, you know? I mean, yeah, it's a fairy tale. <laughs> like. It could have happened that way. Sure. I mean, that's, it's impossible. That's what, we're not going to nickpick this possibility in the what Bible. I, that's what yeah. I said. That I, I choose to believe this part yeah. of the Bible. I love this part. And then so, uh, uh, whose son are you? Saul asked him. David said, I am the son of your servant, Jesse of Bethlehem. And I feel, is that? Yeah, we're over time. Yeah. yeah. So next week, Saul's jealousy over David 
And then uh, Saul tries to kill David. So that's coming up on the Fuck podcast. Fuck yes. Yeah. Because so. he's figuring out David's going to take a shit? Well, yeah. He's slowly coming on to the fact that he's now the hero of the people. Yeah. See, that, I was going to say, I was going to tell you earlier, but I wanted to wait till the end of the podcast. This prophecies, stories, in any culture, but yeah. especially the Bible, I think almost or probably every single one was added after the fact to show foreknowledge. No, dude. So David's so. unlikely rise to the kingship. They put in that story of Samuel anointing him with oil as a baby, right? Or as a, ch- as a child. With his horn. With his horn. <laughs> but then that gives credence. So then it's like God knew the whole time. It retroactively establishes like legitimacy to the whole kingship, right? It's so gay that they rub down boys with oil. Like this is just what God wants. This is how you get chosen by God. What, uh, how I've seen it done is they dab their thumb in it and just do well, like a nowadays. Simp- I don't think they actually poured like a whole vial of oil and he rubbed, rubbed his shirtless body, like jerked him off <laughs> to completion. Do you want a happy ending with this anointing? <laughs> yeah, that's gonna cost you a tip. Yeah. <laughs> You, uh, yeah, I don't, what's the signal? You leave your flip-flops on or something? I've never had, like, a I've creepy massage. Either. Every massage I've ever had has been a dude, because guess what? That's just one more thing they do better. <laughs> so, uh, did you yeah. learn anything today, Kyle? Uh, no. Uh, no, not really. not really, no. I knew that story. I, I found loved, out David killed Goliath. I loved until ha- halfway through, you're like, this fucking bitch, he's not even going to do anything. He's not going to, and he's just going to be king somehow. Oh, yeah, it's David and Goliath. I was surprised that you didn't know the ending. Dude, like, I can, I kn- watch, I know this, that you know I can watch the same movie over and over again and not know what happens. Yeah, that is insane. My brain doesn't work properly. That's insane. I'm brain damaged. So, yeah, that's the, that's the story. I, uh. I choose to believe that one. I like. I like the story. Well, we can we can believe the core. All case David's life is fucking awesome. He's got like one of those great like. What well, started off pretty fucking good yeah, so, so far. And so his whole life is him being like the man or being chased. He's either like, like by, a king. By chicks? No, like by his enemies because he <laughs> loses a lot of battles. That doesn't sound as good. No. So, well, he's get running from Saul, then he becomes king, and then he has... Oh, he actually has to run from Saul? He doesn't throw a fucking rock at him? No. Saul tries to kill him for many so, years. So, he's an old man! You have rocks! You can't... We've established you can kill nine-foot-tall giants. <laughs> you, can't, you can't kill the king, Kyle. Isn't that historically how most kings are replaced? Mm, I would say not most, but many, yeah. Many, at Yeah, the you kill least. the king, you become the king. Yeah. But it's an old som- trope. But sometimes... I mean, you kill the king and everybody. Is that, that not like, how every single king throughout time has? Uh, no, you just found after their that. No, most of them <laughs> inherit the kingship, and yeah. after two Through murder, after two pussies, yeah. somebody goes, ah, this, oh, "This fucking yeah, I yeah. could, I could do this." Who lets? Yeah, you, what the first? The first person creates, the second person maintains, the third generation. Yeah. Ruins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Silk for slippers kings too. going up the stairs, wooden clogs going down. Or no, wooden clogs, no woolen, woolen clogs going up the stairs. That makes more sense. Yeah, so it's like, <clears throat> anyways, I, I had your back either way. Though, that's dude. Voltaire. Uh, do we get any emails this week, Kyle? I don't know if I want to read it, but <laughs> we have lots of emails, and I should probably just skip over this one. But because you're friends, she talks mad shit. She does talk mad shit. She talks mad shit behind my back. <laughs> that was, uh, I sh- I showed him I showed him the text you sent me. <laughs> she. <laughs> 
last week. You fucking bitch. She's been trying to get me to read her fucking email, and she's like, "Kyle's fucking so dumb. Who wants to live in a society without education?" And then I get a text. How is that my core argument? Then, by the and way, and then I get eliminate education. And then I said, "Don't give it away." To be what, fair, whatever. Then you she, fucking idiot. Then, then later in the podcast, Kyle's like, "Yeah, your friends always talking shit about me." And she's like, "Oh my god, he busted me big time." <laughs> <laughs> and that was before you showed me anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, was, I just knew it was awesome inherently. So uh, yeah, so all right. So this ahead. is an email from some dumb broad. Just the, the Germans. <laughs> just a thought, but assuming that there's some kind of truth behind the existence of the people who lived for 900 years. Okay. So we're going to... This is a thought experiment. Okay. Like a thought experiment similar to what if tuition was free. Okay. Not that it actually is free for everybody. You fucking idiots that texted me. Truth in the sense that they existed. <laughs> Not truth in modern ways of tracking time. Oh, so she's saying that they didn't act, that they just count it differently? That's a uh, weird caveat. I don't, I don't know what she's... I think she's saying let's just... <clears throat> I think she's saying... But she said discount tracking time. Read, read it again. Okay. Just a thought, but assuming that there's some kind of truth behind the existence of the people who lived 900 years. Okay, so they... Truth in the sense... This is in brackets. Yeah. Truth in the sense that they existed, not truth in the sense that they lived long. Okay, so those people existed, but they didn't live 900 years. She's talking about the giants. Well, I think, the this, I think this literally eliminated any discussion that could possibly be had well, on it. Let's see. You take that out. Yeah. Well, so. What if they? What if the people who lived 900 years were real people? They just lived but 90 years. they lived 90 years. <laughs> then they were like every other fucking person. I think she's talking about the giants, the Nephilim, the half okay. human, half giant race. All right. Which Goliath was <clears throat> said to be one of. The survive. That's a... Uh, uh, in Christian Science, yeah. Did you do you remember the place downtown, the Christian Science Academy, or the Christian Science place? That's... Dude, there was one. It's closed now. I yeah, tried to go of, get a picture yeah, back in back in Winnipeg. Oh, there's one in an old one in a really old church. It was the modern Christian Science something, and they had museum. No, it wasn't a museum. It was a church center. Okay, church. it was it was a church, but it was a weird combination of the of all those things I just said. That wasn't exactly it, but it's close enough. And then I never they had a it was in stone the fucking little sign there, mm -hmm. but it was new lettering on it because I'm looking at it one day and I'm standing beside Made it with a CNC machine and it says things like, that, yeah, like yeah. Moses's Ten Commandments. Yeah. Honestly, it was like a fucking gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone fucking someone used power tools of that shit. And uh, it said they did. It said they cured leprosy. And then at the bottom it said, brought people back from the dead. Who? The Christian? The, the Christian scientists. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they make outrageous claims. I didn't know that was like, that. What your science is just everything the Bible does? Yeah, that's Christian oh, science. Oh, okay. I, I just thought it was different. No, it's just oh, no. everything the Bible does that we try to explain. We got Bible jizz all over the desk. We'll buff that out. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> I'll just flip it over. I fucked up, boys. Okay, so assuming that they existed, but they didn't. Live I don't even know what we're assuming. Okay, yet. whatever, we're find just read out. it. It's likely that the age error. Oh, she's going to explain the age error. Okay, it's likely that the age error came through applying. Mo yeah, but how old? How? What about the people that lived to ninety? Did they live to nine? Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, finish, you have to apply it across the finish board. Finish reading it, and then we'll. Is it likely that the age error came through applying modern ways of tracking time, i.e., counting years, to numbers that were actually recorded in different way? And here's why that's not true. Because because there's a else... constant throughout the Bible. Yeah, and they're applying it constantly. Yeah, yeah, that's that's easy to answer. Yeah, easy 
Yeah, I, I, I agree with Kyle. Who's the idiot now, <laughs> Allie? Who's the idiot now? <laughs> <laughs> she got more. Yeah, continue. In this case, lunar versus annual makes sense because there's approximately 13 lunar years yeah, in a cycle. So you'd have to. Ex- you'd have to. That means they were selectively choosing how they counted. Let's. How I'm they gonna, perceived and I'm gonna take Allie's measured side. time. So let's say, yeah. But it's wrong. It's fundamentally wrong. They used. <clears throat> But let's say the biblical authors, so yeah. the people who wrote in Hezekiah. I guess time. we could explain it in the sense that the books, the people who wrote the books, since they weren't all written by the same person, used a different form of measurement. Yeah, I was, that's what I was about to say. So that, oh, okay. that could be true. So they're going off the sources. <laughs> but that kind of defies the Bible existing. Well, that would make the Bible wrong. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. actually a, a reasonable. It would, it would invalidate God. So they're going off previous books that have, mm-hmm. and they're like, really? They must have lived 900. That's wild. And they're just doing the math wrong. And then we go, well, they wrote down 900. That must be what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, But then we're left with a different problem that the Bible's wrong. But I think she's coming from the perspective that the Bible is correct, in, incorrect, right? That uh, a reason for in the mistake. Life. So, again, if you're. Christians always work from the Bible's true backwards. Christians would never say agree with her, but we're not talking about that. Some they Christians would. There's like a how weird, could you possibly? There's a weird vein of Christians that if you agree with her, it invalidates your God. They would be like, well, because then he didn't oversee any errors in the Bible. I therefore your whole Bible could be wrong. I agree with you. That God. invalidates your I, own God. I agree with you, but okay. they but they they don't they don't take that. Fa- Who's they? they? Them. I'm just kidding. Those Christians. <laughs> you always do that to the me, people have, Well, yeah, those people that I argued with. <laughs> yeah, I know who they is. Certain Christians, though, will take that, and that that won't be a stumbling block. They'll be like, look, they just made a mistake. And you're like, the mistakes in the Bible are like, humans make mistakes all the time. Mm-hmm. And it just found its way in there. I agree with you that if it's really the word of God that he meant to save our souls with, there shouldn't be any mistakes in it. There can't be. And the f- official position of the Catholic Church is it's infallible. If Yes, it has to be infallible. Yeah. By, de- by definition, because then it invalidates everything. Yeah. If one thing can be wrong, the whole thing can be wrong, which means you don't have to follow any of it. Yeah, it just unravels. Yeah, it completely unravels. And but then she goes on to say, I have a dry, dusty cunt, and I'll never be able to have kids. Okay. <laughs> 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 and that was the end of the email. Thank you, Allie, for that. Uh... <laughs> Good one, Allie. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Well, is that the podcast uh, for this That's the pod. Play us out. Young Tism. Uh, sorry, I didn't dress up. I didn't think anybody would l- be looking at this. Play halfway through the song. And, do, and do, fade do, it do, in do, usually, do. but thank you. Fade it out. We'll fade us in. Fade us in, then out. We don't fade out. We don't fade out the song. Good night, dickheads. See you next week.